Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Saturday, 17 September 2022. Our bit today comes from Matthew 19, verse 26, which says, With men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Well, it's lazy Saturday again, friends. But you know what? The old fellow wasn't lazy this morning. He was up bright and early and moving around. <laughs> I guess that was possibly because he went to bed fairly early last night or this morning. Now, that's one of the disadvantages of going to bed too early. You can't have a good excuse to lie around in bed all day. In any case, the Lord's work is always waiting to be done. So lying around is not an option. We have to get up and shake a leg. Have a look at the quotes our friend Anselm sent us this past week as he aspires to inspire us for a better tomorrow. Unfortunately, though, this past week, our friend must have been a bit confused because he sent us three quotes that he had just sent us the previous week. And out of the two new ones, I struggled to understand one of them. As they say, I couldn't make head nor tail of it, so I'm leaving it alone rather than make a mess of it. That leaves us, therefore, with only one quote for this week, but it's a good one, and we ought to be able to do justice to it. And here it is. It says, there's nothing impossible to those who will try. Now, we all know the mantra of success is to try, try, and try again until you succeed. And that's true to a certain extent. But some things are just impossible to man regardless of, of how often he tries. And that's because he wasn't made by the Creator to accomplish all that he desired in his own strength. The truth is that one needs to be a believer in and follower of Jesus Christ to be able to do certain things. And we all know, or ought to know, the story of the rich young man who came to Jesus asking what he could do to gain eternal life. And though he claims he had kept the basics of the Ten Commandments, Jesus told him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and then come and follow me. And that comes from Matthew 19, 21. Oh, that was obviously difficult for the young man to do, since he had many possessions. So he went away sad and disappointed. But we shouldn't look down on him, you know, because most of us would have done. And right now, we would probably do the same thing if Jesus told us to sell what little we had and come and follow him. Now, that led to this very controversial statement of Jesus to the disciples where he told them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter, or it is hard for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again, and again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And that comes from Matthew 19, 23 to 24. 
Now, there are a few things we must clear before moving on. Jesus' response to the rich young man was simply to show how hard it is to be a true disciple. As the scholars explain, this passage teaches that this sorry, it teaches the seriousness of true discipleship, but in no way teaches the average man that he must sell his possessions in order to be a Christian. At that time, though, it was taught that the rich were blessed and would automatically be saved. No wonder the disciples shocked at Jesus' statement. But he was showing them the human difficulty for the rich to be converted because wealth just brings out a selfish and greedy aspect of our human nature. And it was indeed difficult, but not hopeless. Otherwise, people like Abraham and his children, Job, brother David, cousin Saul, and other filthy rich people wouldn't have had a snowball's chance in hell of entering heaven. However, the things that seemingly disqualify the rich from heaven are firstly what they do with their wealth, and secondly, if they believe in Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior. If you sincerely believe and use your wealth to help build the kingdom, then there should be no problem. Remember, too, that it is God who allows us to get wealth. And there is no call for Christians to be poor and needy since Jesus came that we might have life and enjoy it to the full until it overflows. And you can't do that if you are destitute. So finally moving on, we come to Jesus' reply to the shock the disciples felt at hearing that it was easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter heaven. He said to them, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Yes, friends, that's the clincher. It's what we need to sincerely believe if we are to journey through this earthly life successfully. Remember, none but Jesus is perfect, and thus we cannot live a blameless life, and some things just need the impossible power of God to make them happen in our lives. A perfect example of that is God's gift of grace that gives us eternal life. Without it, eternal life would be impossible for us to achieve. Sorry, to achieve. In fact, without a personal relationship with Almighty God, health, wealth, and whatever else have no real benefit to us. And I like what Candice Lucy states in her article on the subject on the website Christianity.com. She says, throughout the Bible, God's people accomplish unfathomable tasks. God is most glorified by bringing an event to pass which seems impossible. And then she points out three things to remember about with God all things are possible. And the first one is that power to accomplish the impossible comes from God. The second is the impossible is accomplished for God's glory. And thirdly, the impossible is accomplished for our good. 
Now, those are extremely good points for us to contemplate, my people. The impossible can be done only through God's power. Like how Moses brought water forth from a rock. He didn't do it through his own power, but that of God. Likewise, barren women, Elizabeth and Sarah and Hannah, didn't eventually have children through their own power, but through God's. And what about Abraham impregnating Sarah when he was 100 and she 90 years old? Eh? That certainly had nothing to do with their power, but all with God's. And then the virgin birth, the incarnation of Christ. Mary gave birth to a child without knowing a man. That could only happen through God's majestic power. And then we need to realize that God usually does the impossible to display his glory. Oh, does he ever like to display his glory and power so that men could wise up and see that there's none like him? He's the one and only one to whom all honor and glory belongs. And we only learn that by getting a task that seems impossible in our own strength but completing it successfully through God's omnipotent help. And believe me, God showing off is never just to show off, but always for some useful purpose, like the examples we quote above. And finally, my people, until we, re we realize that all God does is for our good, we'll miss out on a lot of wonderful things. Our lives will never be as rich and full as they could be. That's simply because God loves us so completely. We're the apple of his eye, and he wants nothing bad to happen to us. And though we can never be perfect, and this sinful world is filled with problems, we need to put our entire and ultimate trust in his hands so that he can lead and guide us safely along the narrow path that leads through his son, Jesus Christ, and ends up at him. My fellow saints, the Lord created us because he wanted fellowship and communion with us. And only when we believe that and do our best to put it into practice, can we ever enjoy life to the fullest with the joy of the Lord flowing through, flowing through us. So please, let's make that our number one purpose and goal now. It's wisdom and common sense to the max. Much love. And the postscript for today says, to truly know God is to truly love him. And that's the gospel truth, my people. When we truly know God through Jesus Christ, then we love him ever more. Because that's what we are made for. That's why he made us so that we, he could love us and we could love him. So please, let's get out there and learn to love God, live for Jesus, and do all that we need so that we can end up in heaven with him. And we pray that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.